0: What is the difference between you and a calendar?
1: Is this gonna involve dates?
0: Calendar what? has a date on February 14th. Yeah, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, what what is Cupid's favorite band? This is a give me. This is a layup. What is Cupid's favorite band?
1: No, I'm not going to answer. What is Cupid's favorite band? Kiss? No no
0: and no that said no. i welcome all of you where is joe personnel.
1: joe come back
0: i'm shocked. that's biff and joe was just here because we recorded next week's sideshow with joe Fantastic. uh yep it was, that was so much fun uh, a while ago joe had told me about this book about paul lynn <laughs> I started following the author on Twitter because she's always posting fun pictures of Paul Hinn and little, you know, tidbits about his career. And so we just have the author on her. You know, her name is uh, Kathy. Was it Kathy? Uh, Kathy, Kathy Rudolph. Randolph.
2: Rudolph.
0: Rudolph um, yeah. her, she has a hyphenated name. Fix yeah, Rudolph, yeah, I think. Right, anyway, right. you know, the book, the, the, the book, the book is um, his his life his loves and his laughter, uh, a Pauline biography, and it is great. And she was fantastic. uh, 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 Compose yourself, Jacques. Biff, what's the difference between stalking? (laughs) And and so this girl, she's 16, 17 at the time, a junior in high school. Uh, This is in the mid 70s. At the public library, there was a guy to like, you know, uh broadway actors um bios and and stories and in this book it would have different actors management contact and under business management for paul lynn was a phone number that she called and and that was a big deal back then because long distance calls you know the, the further the call the more the call cost right right you know right now you know biff has you know family in japan and for free yeah <laughs> you know right right I mean? right can instantly call. but that was a big deal but anyways picked up the phone calls and Paul Lynn answers the mm-hmm. phone Essentially, right. well
1: yeah well he's the one that essentially returned the call but i you know i heard that story that type of a story several times right where uh, essentially for business inquiries here's the number and like you know the actual person is the you know is the person on the other line so
0: and, and he was yeah. aghast. He's like, how did you get? But he was aghast. But, yeah. you know, three uh, two weeks later when he came to New York, yeah. uh, if if she brought her dad, right, you know, right. that yeah, he and- would give her five minutes of time, sure. which because of circumstances, and you can hear network week podcast, ended up being a two and a half hour sit down.
1: Yeah. And
0: in yeah. the last six, seven years of Paul's life, this woman became one of his closest. She's a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. But but he's late forties, mid late forties. She's a teenager, but he felt a connection with her uh, in a very safe, you know, way—a um, safe-ish way. There was there was one passionate kiss in there, but uh, anyways, yeah. next week's sideshow will be great, yep. uh, mostly because it was driven by Joe. Joe, oh, that's right. That is correct. Beth, it's been a big weekend news, a big weekend news. Uh-huh. But the top news story this week. Okay. Let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. Okay. Finally, Biff, it's uh-huh. happened. It's finally happened.
1: Yep.
0: It happened. Duran Duran has been nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I know that's all you've been talking about in your house. I I I, I know that you can't believe it's finally happened. And well, so and- let, let me let me start off
1: by saying, right? You know, you know, this is this is a band that should have been in the Hall of Fame in the first. Eligible ear. Okay. I mean, I am not a Duran Duran guy by any means. But if, I mean, for, you know, obviously you and I were, that was like the kind of our, you know, our real sweet spot music, you know, music development wise. We know what this band did at that time. Right. And yet the, the crusty old people who don't understand how the, you know, the music works for whatever reason you know delayed their like it was it was unconscionable that Duran Duran got in before say Metallica i mean didn't didn't get in before Metallica right how did Metallica get in before you know how did Guns N' Roses get in before Duran Duran it's ridiculous so in general i i'm at a point where i don't care about this institution because they're dumb
0: but it's a joke right <laughs> but but in my house it's a big deal At first hey, hey let hey, me but, let, h- yeah 100% let me deserves. throw this let me throw this one criteria out there yeah. i think any band that played on the London stage of Live Aid should have automatically got, got their ticket paid. I mean, cause yeah. there was no band in that that wasn't huge, yeah. you know, and, and the fact they got back together in 2003 and, and did a stadium tour. Um, what I think is nice is the rock and roll hall of fame has acknowledged um, their two long-term, their long-time guitar players. I, I don't know who they have playing guitar for them, like the past, like five, six, six, seven years, but you know, you know, um, Andy Taylor um, is one, and then Warren. Oh, I forget the other guy's name, but it's one of those things, Warren Cookerulo. Like, but the, the sad thing is, why do I know this? But because you, the, the the things you know and the things that Joe know stopped surprising me twenty years ago. But Warren, it's one of those things. He was in the band. He recorded more albums with the band then Andy the original guitar player played more shows, did more tours but like uh, on the t-shirts that you would buy at the show it would just be the other guys and not him. He was never really it was one of those things where you know sure yeah you're in the band, you're touring with us, you're writing the music, you know, you're 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 all these things, but you're not really one of us new guy. But the rock and roll yeah. hall of fame is entering both of them. You know, yeah, good now for they, good for they haven't got in, but they're, right. they, they are oh, they, in, right. They, they, you would think. And I told management and she has, you know, the trip to Abitha coming up in April and then in London. But as soon as as soon as she called me all giddy, I told her, it's like, OK, let's budget and let's see about getting you to Cleveland if they get in. And, you know, I don't I don't have anywhere close to the record contacts mm-hmm. I used to have. Right, but I will hundred percent call True. in whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever favor I can. It's like, and, and the great thing with her, I know, I know she would want her best friend, Michelle to go, um, I, you know, if I could just get her and she'd be happy. But if yeah. I could get her and her from Michelle and you yeah. know, um, I don't have to yeah. be there. But you know, yeah. I would, I would. Yeah. But um, yeah. but anyways, but, that that I don't know what else has happened in the world that could have been. You know, right, but right that was the big news around here. And I, and I think
1: you know, so that's that is a good you know, like Kiss also had the same kind of thing where there's um, their third guitarist a guy named uh, Bruce Kulick was actually in the band longer than Ace Frehley. And so he also, you know, got in with the band. Um, So I think so. It's it is it has kind of happened. But yeah, when it comes down to it, people know who Ace Frehley is. But you know, since you know since it's been like Paul and Gene's band for a long, long time, right? So
0: yeah, that how many people? There there have been other things like that. But wasn't there a couple people who have had nasty fallouts after being in the band for a decade? Also got in.
1: Right,
0: right. So I guess Kiss didn't play uh, play a set at their induction right, right. because they couldn't agree on who to be in and what the lineup. Right, right,
1: be. right, right. And they, they didn't want ace to let Ace play. Um uh, Deep Purple famously was missing their iconic guitarist Richie Blackmore. He would not attend. Um also, you know, there was I think the biggest one though is uh, is the uh credence where you know right right. Right, like the band had kind of you know, I mean, the band had to you know, you know, uh, move on, and I so I think they toured as uh, Credence Clearwater Revisited or something like that, and then and so you know, and there, there was just you know, the band basically, um, you know, wanted um, you know, that that stubbornness to end so that they could get back to actually making a living, right. Right, and so, but you know, Fogarty just would not nope. relent, and uh, so I think when he performed, he performed with an all-star band, and he said, I think he said he would not share a stage with the other guys. It's like,
0: okay, one of which his brother, his brother yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's like Oasis, it's like the Kinks, clear Clearwater. <sighs> you no, know, someday, someday, I, I, you know I, what? It, I, it's
1: uh, kind of a mix between you know that and you know wham right like you know who's the other guy in wham joke he's like yeah you
0: know right so so that that is hey speaking you know it's not on the rundown but i i saw this after i did the rundown i guess they're going to be releasing uh disney is going to be releasing in imax theaters the Beatle rooftop concert next month
1: oh that is awesome
0: you know i i am going to go to the movie theater and and you know probably with joe and, and watch the rooftop concert. I, I told Joe the other day, like high school me would have never thought it happened. But over the last month, I broke high school's me record for most listens to the Let It Be album in <laughs> a span of a month. It's just, you know, while I'm doing anything, it's just a, you know, I can tell Alexa. But I, I've been going back and forth through the whole catalog. But, you know, having having seen the process of those specific songs yeah, come from nothing to something right and, right. and, 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 and no, my something's
1: fa- in abbey road
0: thank you and my favorite part of the movie honestly is when you would see the little yellow Chiron of this is a take that made it onto the album you know right right, and, right right and so now when i'm hearing it i know oh that was because three songs from they they play like we talked about i think it was five or six songs that they did they did a couple takes of a couple different songs but three of the songs they played up on the roof that day made it onto the album which is fantastic uh not fantastic uh uh we 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 lost my favorite dj from wkrp (laughs) in cincinnati last week
1: i know you were an avid listener back in those (laughs) days when you lived in cincinnati
0: Dude, th- th- wh- I, it, it is, it's, it, it, it's in the higher echelon of things I quote and say on a regular basis, more music and less Nesmith, <laughs> you know, yes. which is my favorite thing that he, he ever said. But yeah, uh, you know, and it's funny, because, you know, when Howard Hasman died last week, it turns out, uh, head of the class actually did five seasons, you know, WKRP was only four seasons, but right. Yeah, I don't remember uh, head of the class going into serious hardcore syndication that I could see every day after school when I came sure, home. Sure, like yeah. It it, yeah, it is.
1: It is kind of funny about a lot of these uh, shows that that are that basically got their following after the fact, but only ran for a couple seasons because. At the time, you know, it was ahead of their time or whatever you want to call it, right? So well,
0: WKIP had two big things going for yeah. it.
1: Uh, yeah, Anderson. yeah, yeah. They were both on Lonnie Anderson, I remember, <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, but but that because when I when I saw your your part of the rundown, it's like, who died this week? Question yeah, mark. I mean, it's right. like, well, let me fill that in. Yeah. Um so so this past week was the 40th anniversary of late night, right with David Letterman. Uh-huh. And Seth Meyers had David Letterman on and it might uh, you if go go to your smart TV and get it on demand. I think it was last Tuesday or Wednesday. It was the most wonderful David Letterman interview I've ever seen. Like I've seen him interviewed by other people. He was so genuinely touched that that somebody remembered. Like he said, when you guys called and asked me to be on this, I'm like, no, it can't be wow, 40 years, <laughs> you know, it, it hit him. And you know,
1: what's funny is that I used to love his daytime shows. I don't know if you ever watched his daytime show. He had a daytime show way before that late night stuff. And, and, the, and the one thing that I remember, and this is where he, he was the kind of the first to do that stuff that was just like not a thing. And I remember one show he had, um, Mario Hemingway was his guest. And at the end of the show, um, you know, her, you know, her father being, you know, who, you know, who he is, Mariel is also, you know, a great outdoors person. And so they, so they had this thing where, where now bring, now your audience, bring your fish down to the front and Mariel will clean it for you. Just remember, no catfish. We're not doing catfish. It's like like the fact that I remember that level of detail, but you know that's that, awesome. that, it's like because that kind of so you know in many ways like Conan became a genius at that right doing stuff that you know like right just yeah I I want to just do it because I am right and I think Letterman was really the you know first to do that because all the other talk shows back then were really formulaic right I mean even you know as great as Carson was and you know he would do these Carnex and whatever else you know it was basically there was a format.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like Jack Barr had done a similar thing 20 years earlier, type thing. but but Letterman was unique to himself, but it was, go to your smart TV, get it on demand. Definitely. Yeah. It was really, Oh, and then I guess, you know, one of his favorite performers um, and and David Letterman truly hasn't been in a room with live music in a while. And it was like hearing live music for the first time. And it's like, he couldn't get over how great he's like, yeah, until I'm hearing it now, I forgot how great it is to have a band yep. and to have all of this. And yep. um and oh now I'm blanking on the band that sings long November or Long December. Oh. This, oh. oh, but it's he, they had an artist on that he really likes to uh do like Green Day of, or something like that, right? No, oh. no, no. Do one of his favorites. As soon as I say it, you'll be like, Oh fuck yeah. Long November. you know that that would have been the best right. because Because they closed
1: the show, right? I think they closed well. the
0: well, right. you know what? You know, you, you know the better story about them closing the show. What? He had a heart attack, and right, he right. had And so when he came back, like one of his. Oh, right! Songs. They had to
1: reschedule, right? Like he can, the Foo Fighters canceled their Brazil show, canceled recently? their
0: tour, right? Yeah because because they reached out and said oh this is a song that he says got him through his surgery and his recovery and it means a lot to him and they're like oh my god we would love to but they were in (laughs) brazil on tour they postponed their tour their stadium tour to fly back and letterman didn't know yeah letterman did not know this and was like in tears the night it happened and so that's why when they came back and did the last show and they did like a ten-minute version. Oh yeah, yeah. And that and and just that guitar, duh, that build yeah, that yeah, just yeah. went on a loop. Yeah. dude, I could listen to it for forever. Yeah. But anyways, it was it was a highlight. You know, next yeah. to Duran, Duran getting nominated for the Hall of Fame, the yeah. second highlight was the 40th anniversary also, of him. also the
1: uh, the the Conan Letterman interview after yeah. the you know the Tonight Show debacle. One like just one of the greatest <laughs> <One> <laughs> moments. Of the best. In, oh my god.
0: Uh, I, I do. I just those yep. guys are just when you got really smart guys like that. Uh, so, you know, you you and I don't watch all the same program, but but neither one of us. I don't think. Could I pay you to watch The Masked Singer? If I said, Biff, I'll give you 30 bucks an hour or an episode to watch The Masked Singer. Could I pay you? Uh, to I'll, watch be, I'll, I'll
1: be honest with you, Jacques. If you pay me 50, I'll watch.
0: it. OK, <laughs> I, I'm not sure I would for 50. But anyways, uh, did you hear the controversy? This I movie? did. I did.
1: I, I what guess, the um, fuck?
0: Why? Why are you normalizing pieces of shit like that?
1: Uh, well, that and but I mean, for so one for one thing, um, you know, uh, which which network uh, had that show? Uh, Fox. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So yeah, there's, there's that. There's that. But there's also, and not that you know that and Fox News, technically completely different entities, but still, you know, you know under the same umbrella. I feel like you know they've done this before, right? Was it was Sarah
0: Palin on it before, right? She, right. She's a festering piece of shit. But this is in the middle. So, anyways, I I buried the lead at a taping. Yeah. It hasn't aired yet. It's not supposed to air for another right. month. But at a taping of the masked singer the other day, yeah. when when the person under the mask takes the 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 helmet or head you know right. headdress he, off, yeah, yeah. it turns out to be Rudy Giuliani. Yep. Which instantly, I guess, Ken Jong and Robin Thicke just got up, took their mics yeah. off, and left the studio. They didn't. They didn't say, "How dare you!" They didn't yeah. say, "This is yeah. awful." They just got up and left and did not come back. Yeah. And, and and I'm still waiting to hear, you know, what ends up happening. But you know, in the middle, I mean, the guy. You know, I, I'm not really I don't want to even talk politics today, but just in the past, like 24 hours, the GOP is censuring uh, Liz Cheney right. and the other Republican. Yeah. And basically they put out a statement saying January 6th was just normal political discourse. Yeah. Like they 100 they percent are saying, that, you know, yeah, sure. A few cops died. A woman got shot. But January 6th was 100 percent OK with us. Uh, It's just part of the political process, you know, move on. And 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 so really Giuliani, who's been part of the big stale, who lost 60 court cases trying to overturn this election, they are now going to make. You know, because they had Sean Spicer on a couple of years ago, and I thought that yeah. was bullshit. But this guy is batshit crazy. This guy is legitimately crazy. Legitimately went to the Supreme Court to overturn the presidential election, and and you want to have yeah. him on the mask Singer? So well, I, w- I
1: would say this though, like you know, I think Jong and Thick. I mean, basically, this was you, you know, to some degree, they wanted maybe the 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 producers wanted the controversy. I right? wanted the you know this kind of maybe a confrontation or something, right? They were looking for something different than their, their usual cordial kind of a exchange. Maybe they were looking for something specific. And I just think, you know, to some degree, like Jong and think said, yeah, we're not playing this game with you, you know, stop with this garbage, you know? And I think it's a, it's kind of like a message that they sent to the creators of this show. Right. I mean, so.
0: We will see what the fallout is. Uh, Yeah. So I'm listening to uh, the radio the other day in Boston, and they had a debate, and I meant to call my buddy Ross, our buddy Ross, and ask him, yeah. because Ross is very involved right. in the yeah. solar world. I guess in California, they're trying to now penalize people with solar, and I guess there is a new initiative to start charging houses that have solar panels. Uh, they're calling it a fee. Um, 50, uh, 57 dollars a month if you have solar panels on your house. Uh, I don't know why you're paying a fine. And, and the guy who was on the show, uh, he was the head of the EPA in California uh, when Schwarzenegger took over. Right. And when Schwarzenegger was going into his first full term as governor, um, they had this million house initiative that by the end right. of his term, right. they wanted a million houses. And they exceeded that. Right. And, and at the time, you know, for those for those who don't know this, uh, all through the early 2000s in California, we would have rolling blackouts where there was the, the, the power stations were so taxed that they were randomly just turn off power to this part of the grid for an hour and then that part of the grid for an hour. Because they couldn't supply it. And so there was a big push to go solar to alleviate the stress. It's like, well, we can either go solar or build a shit load more power plants. And this is at the same time they deregulated. I won't get into the whole thing, but they deregulated the energy in California, which allowed private people to come in. And that's when they're like, oh, we're going to slow down production in our state things. And we're going to import energy from Texas, and that's where the whole Enron thing came into play, and all this bullshit. But, anyways, putting solar panels on the houses alleviated stress on the grid it was doing a public service you know at at, at the time and there were these programs solar panels were so much more expensive then they're 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 more plentiful now they're easier to get but there there were these programs to help and convince people to go solar and but now because so many people have gone solar what they're saying is it cost so much more energy to create the power for the people not on solar and they don't have the resources to, you know, to do this. And so, therefore, although you're doing everybody in the world a favor by going solar, we're going to charge you fifty seven dollars a month to have them now, which I don't know if you heard about. I, had, I have not. So, but yeah, because, you
1: know. I only watch uh, news from other countries, Jock, because um, the news in this country is so depressing, but I had not seen that. So I, I got to check it out because, you know, we are eventually going to, in, you know, I don't think it will change our, you know, our minds, but, you know, we are, you know, a few years down the line, we're probably going to be in the market for the combination of solar and the, you know, the, uh, the power wall or, you know, or whatever the batteries, right. Because, because of the blackouts and everything else. So,
0: are you, so. So so one of the things like management and I had our house evaluated and, and we are primed to get solar panels. One of the things that have kind of prevented us and we might rethink this. Uh, we could never get an answer if if putting solar panels on your house make you not FHA compliant, if you were ever going to sell the house. But we're not going to sell the house. So now right. we're rethinking solar and stuff like that. Um, But but, you know, you do follow some of the news in this country you sure. sent me a story about a gentleman who in north carolina yeah. is up for a transplant but he's not going to get the transplant is he Beth? uh apparently not because you know
1: what you got you when you commit yourself to a belief you know you no matter how you know what happens or how it may adversely affect you you got to stick by your guns and so you know, he was in line to get a, a, a liver transplant. Is that right? Liver transplant, I want to say. I think liver. Yeah. And but the hospital, the fascist hospital is requiring him to get vaccinated for COVID. And, you know, this fine gentleman put his foot down and said, no, I'm standing by my principles. I am not going to get, you know, get sucked into this, you know, this uh, you know craziness just so that I can get a liver and live. So, yeah.
0: Uh, you know and all i can say is good for you man
1: don't you know don't don't you know i I, don't i think the thing that is really it so, so obviously we could talk you know people have done this analysis but it's just amazing that your mind has been kind of twisted so much that you literally are dying and yet you feel the need to you know to stick to this right i mean
0: but he'll get to be a hero on Fox News for ten minutes.
1: Sure, so whatever, right? So, I mean, but I mean, so, I don't know.
0: So, so uh, two out of three the clips that you posted from the whole oh, end, did, they, did they die? They wanted play, but the one that did come out was, oh my god, a police chase yes. and hysterical, <laughs> absolutely hysterical. Break down the three stories, but but let's pay a lot of attention well, to it. Let- well,
1: the first one, first one was the reenactment graphics, where where um, you know, uh, a gentleman was a charge for uh, assaulting a high school kid uh, in, uh, on a train, and the beauty of that one is is that they did, they did the reenactment where they showed the guy was apparently I think he was uh, smoking a vape pen or something like that, and he was the way they showed show, they had these, you know, um body graphics where the guy is kind of sitting across you know like three seats and they even made it a point to show that it was a. a I don't know if uh if the your subway systems have area that they you know reserved for you know the elderly and the disabled like they are these special seats that they want to you know y- the idea is that you're supposed to get up if an elderly person or uh you know a person on a wheelchair gets in or whatever right and so they, they bothered to put in that little sign that says, you know, reserve for the, you know, the elderly and the disabled. And this guy is kind of, you know, sprawled out on these three seats and smoking, shows this, this guy coming up to him and asking him to stop smoking in, in the train because it's illegal. And apparently the guy, you know, you know beats the kid up. Now, to, obviously, the, this is where the narrative is hilarious because they're cr- clearly making, you know, this guy look like an absolute thug. And he may have been right, but then you know they also you know add on to the fact that it turns out that the you know the high school student actually has asthma, and that's why he was asking. You know, he's like you know. So, but yeah, that but that is that is you know that is how crime works in Japan, right?
0: And and am I being am I being culturally insensitive to ask if karate was involved?
1: Yes, but so I I won't ask. Then I won't ask. they, They did not. They did not mention that. But okay. I think the um, um, I think the next one is uh, the the police chase. Is, it was just so adorable because so adorable is your right way to put it. Right. Yes. You see a footage, you know, this kind of grainy footage as if like some, you know, they got some cell phone photos of uh, videos of a police car chasing this like one tiny. You know compact car almost looked like a smart car right right know? right yeah yeah it was that smart car size and the police through their you know their megaphones telling him you know you know you know stop you must stop you must stop it's like you know and obviously you know me being in southern california when we have a police chase i mean you know we have the choppers right we got the we got the cameras we got the you know this you know the high-tech stuff going on this stuff's just going through these country roads right and was
0: in the middle of nowhere no, middle of nowhere <laughs> Yeah. I, and, and and not a high speed pursuit. No, no. You, you know. So
1: so two additional great things about this story. Number one, you know what the did you surmise what the uh, chase was about? Why this guy was being pursued? I I could not. Okay. Later in the you know in the in the uh, in the video, you see them interviewing uh, this guy at a gas station. It turns out that he basically filled up his gas and ditched without paying. Oh, so I was explaining this to James, and he goes, "What kind of a country is that? How do you, how do they let people fill up their gas without paying first? And I said, "That's how it works. You know, people don't steal like that in Japan, James. <laughs> you know." Well, and
0: it was like that here. It just until, blew his like, mind. It yeah. blew his
1: mind that this country would allow people to fill up on gas before they actually, you know, they actually paid for it. So that was the first part. The second part, what he was charged for. What do you think he was charged for?
0: Oh, let me guess. Uh, 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 Hmm. Well, he wasn't breaking the speed limit. Um, I don't know. Not obeying officers. Not not compliance.
1: Well, Uh, no. He actually he was he was uh, charged for uh, going through a red light.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's (laughs) how they got violation. Right. That's how they got capote too right
1: <laughs> that's right <laughs> you can't get get light. Light. right
0: <laughs> they finally actually yeah. finally got him on that
1: Appa- no, apparently that- the police announced that they're also investigating the fuel theft part but <laughs> essentially the idea was that the police got a report of this you know the guy you know called it in and they reported the uh, i guess they probably had footage of you know like camera or whatever so they the police found the guy or you know and then started to you know uh, you know try to get him to stop you know to kind of, to essentially pull over to talk about it, and then he just took off. So yeah, this was a shock to the Japanese. Like this doesn't happen in Japan.
0: Um. So in, in video game news, yeah. Um. I, I I was following this. I don't think I'm gonna say the guy's name right. Shmoney? C S C H, Do You know this guy? I have no idea. So I guess for the last decade. He okay. is the world's best guitar hero player. Okay, and, and and just wins all these tournaments, and you know is a rock star, uh, you know like no other in the guitar within hero that world.
1: that world, yeah, okay.
0: Uh, but it's been exposed that he was cheating, and like somebody else figured out how, and posted a seventeen-minute video of like, okay. This is how he's been cheating, like you know, like like this is he's like the Lance Armstrong. Well, I don't know if he has two testicles or not, but you know he's got a. This is how he's been cheating, and then the guy posts a ten minute video. It's like, yep, I one hundred percent cheated. I did all this. <laughs> I, I I've returned all the money that I've won on these different tournaments and completely, you know, discontinued all his social media and <laughs> stuff like that. So so I guess just as was somewhat sir. Sure. Right. You know, I and mean, frauds frauds. I'll, I'll, so,
1: I'll be honest with you. I don't give a crap.
0: This is what you will give a crap about. What? On this very podcast, yeah. about three years ago, uh-huh. Joe and I started the countdown to hating Brady. Okay. His last two years with the Patriots uh, uh, were rough. We're, we're, we're right yeah, even, sure. even even the, the year they won the last Super Bowl the last couple years last let's say right three to four years the whole three about three to four years before he left the Patriots there was a big article in which Tom Brady's father said there's no way Tom Brady ends his career in New England and it caused all this controversy and what his father said it's like he his father flat out said, "There's no bad guy, but Tom's not going to want to stop playing. Right, right. A- and Bill doesn't care about what you've done for me; it's what you're going to do for me. Right. And he's not going to overpay, you know, to keep somebody. Or and then you know, and then they did they signed a, like a, a two year contract, and his contract was up again. And then the whole they go and they draft Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. which really pissed Brady off. I mean, he was a third-round draft pick. It's not like the Patriots Nagel, the number one overall. Hey, man, fuck. Jimmy
1: Garoppolo, you know you NFC know? conference, you know, you know, participant finalist.
0: trophy. Yeah, yeah, no, he got a participation trophy for coming into the uh, conference championship. Yeah. But the point is, yeah. it, like Brady was pissed in the third or fourth round, they drafted the QB of the future, right, and, right, then, right. And, and then three years later, it got to the point where it's like, okay. <laughs> Tom's contracts up next year. And do we keep Jimmy? And obviously, uh, look, we've rehashed this on the podcast a thousand times. But but the way Brady handled himself at the time and the last two years he was here, pouty like nobody's business, like they won the Super Bowl. And and that that season was difficult. But winning cleans all, you know, it's a great it's a great, you know, so there was all the hugs and the parades and all that stuff. Going into his last year, uh, he he was miserable. And they were eight and nine and oh to start the season, but they were winning on defense. They were winning like 10 to seven. And and you know, uh, and the defense yeah. had like right. three turnovers, and you know what I mean? And it's like, but their offense sucked. Their offense sucked. And then when they started to play good teams, it was a house of cards. They ended up, they ended up being something like eleven and 5. Something like that. They had a really decent yeah. year, but you knew they were, they, they, were frauds, you know, and Brady knew it all year too. And he was just so miserable. Now we knew he was going to leave and it made it easier when he left. How look, even though you're great and the greatest player of all time, if you don't want to be here, it's, it wasn't any fun for anybody. And the right, Patriots, right, right. yeah. and the thing is the Patriots could have fucked over Tom Brady. They could have franchised him and then traded him, you know, but as a favor Literally, they 100 percent. Well, their last negotiation with them, you know, when Brady signed his last two year contract with them is that they couldn't franchise him. But the thing is, they didn't have to sign that like they had Brady's rights. They could have franchised him and traded him two years earlier if they wanted to. They could have really they could have traded him, honestly, to the Lions. Right. You know, they could have, they could have, well, but I
1: mean, you know, so yeah, they could have done that and whatever, right? But ultimately, right? I mean, Bill's Bill's not a dumb person, right? If you look,
0: if if you look what the Bruins did to Ray Bork, they tried to screw Ray Bork. It turned out it worked out for Ray Bork, but Harry Sinden tried to screw Ray Bork. They could have done that. They could, the, the Patriots could have done that too. But either way, Joe or I, at the same time, in the offseason, you would see billboards around around New England right. with Tom Brady and um you know and who and who's that self help guru that seven foot guy? Um oh god damn it! I can't believe I'm not Blake Tony Robbins, is it? Tony Robbins, right? That Tom Brady was speaking with Tony Robbins at different okay. events, and it's like this is when his cult like tb12 book came out
1: right he, right 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 right
0: you no know, and and the voiceover for the book is the same and i'm i can't make this up you know i'm not funny or creative enough the guy who does the voiceover for his book on tape for his tb12 okay this is how you should. is the guy who does the voice for the um scientologist classes nice I, I like, dude it's like dude, nice. you don't, you don't want to sound like you're creating a cult but you went and you got the voice. let's see Let's look in the phone book. Oh, there's more than one name who does voiceovers. Anyways, yeah. but but Joe and I said, you know, between the political stuff, between yep. the TB12 yep. stuff, between the you knew, you knew and 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 this is 2 years before he left here. This is before his last Super Bowl win, you know, in New England. You knew things were going to go sideways. So we we set the clock at 5 years. So, Tom Brady had a pouty McPouty last part of the season this year. You know sure. what I mean? Um, and, and it's the same thing. I think he knew that they were built to win some regular season games, right. but that they weren't going to go deep in the playoffs. Yeah. They're, they're, they're one and done. It's like only like the, the fourth time in 20 years he was one and done in the playoffs. And so, so he retires. He retires and he's, he retired having thrown the second most touchdowns in a season in his career. It's like the most yards he threw in his career. He had, yeah by he had a top five statistical year and and, and got to the second round of the playoffs. Not bad for a guy 44. He 100% could have signed another two-year contract or three-year contract. You know, he could have gone anywhere. He could have literally gone to San Francisco. We won't get into the minutia, but he retires. And, and then the whole Wouldn't That'd be
1: ironic like, where you know suddenly he's threatening Garoppolo's job. My that, goodness. That, that, that would be funny. Him.
0: Well, they were talking about that. It's yeah. like if 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 what what if the right. 49ers were playing yeah. in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Now you now are you stuck with Garoppolo because you got yeah. a guy who got you to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You, you know he's not good, but he didn't fuck it up for you. Um so anyways, so three days before he retires, the announcement comes out, he's retiring, which right. pissed him off. And it's like, and then his father issues a statement saying no decision has been made yet. I mean, he, I guess. So then Tom Brady, you know, releases like a seven page, you know, yep. thousand word, um, Instagram I'm retiring thing. Yeah. Does not mention new England. Yeah. The crafts Yeah, and, and back here. and, 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 If you're wondering how I reacted, thought it was hysterical. It was so predictable. It was so he's going to be a big fucking baby and people lost their shit here. Well, did you see
1: so did you see the big thing with that, that, you know, that guy from that organization that I don't like to mention, you know, that, you know, they're named after the thing that you sit on when you're at a bar. Right, right, right. right. The head of that company releases fucking a Twitter rant about blah, blah, blah. So did you see that?
0: I, I heard I heard okay. it because they played it on the sports radio. Thing. Okay, people now the funny watch. one though.
1: Though the funny thing is, is though the response to that by Ryan Whitney. Yeah. You know, did you yes. see that one? Because that yes. one, freaking Ryan, you <laughs> babies! Like, oh my god, he's he
0: doesn't owe you anything. anything. Shut up. But but it's true. I mean I mean I get the people who were upset who honestly, you know you know bought all his merch and I, you look. Know, I'm not going down that rabbit hole, but, but it was a two way love fest. Like he, you know yeah. what I mean? He was a great quarterback. He, there will never be a greater, it, what he did will never be equaled. It's just, yeah. it just will not happen. You know, I, 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 there will never be a defenseman who scores 132 points in a season again. You know I mean? this. I don't this, know. This, you think so? You think that could happen? I don't know, but either way, yeah. it's unlikely. Yeah. It's unlikely, likely, but I don't know. You know, um, you, you know, you you think we're going to have a defenseman who's going to win the the uh, the, the consmait or the, or the art? What is it? What's, uh, no, art, what's Ross? The, art Ross twice?
1: Uh, like I said, I don't know.
0: So anyway, it's been fifty plus years. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So so then what happens is, I, I I guess I guess I don't know if if furniture was overturned, but I guess Robert Kraft was not happy about this. Yeah. I mean, and the funny thing is, it's like, again, they could have screwed him. And it's like, yes, Brady. Okay, con- okay.
1: Let's let's before you do any of that, they could have yes. screwed him stuff. Why? It's like Belichick is a smarter guy than that, because, right. You know, you do that once and then that that is the message that he is sending to any other future potential free agents that, you know what? We could screw you. Right. I right. Mean,
0: so, so, right. So 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 is he, not yeah.
1: so dumb. He's he's he's. Above and, all of that. And at the, at the fact, same time, yeah,
0: yeah. Th- th- at the same time, they did Brady a favor because yeah. honestly, every year, every team at one point gets into cap hell and, and they have more gets a the future. They had they gone to the Super Bowl right. four out of the last six years. Love, at one yes, point or another, yeah. you lose people. You know, Gronk wasn't coming back here. Like the last year, it wasn't like they didn't look, they went out and they got that Brown, the asshole. They they got, you know, Gordon into rehab and tried to help him come back. They tried to do what they could to give Brady weapons. And the first couple games of that season, you know, they scored like 42 points against Miami. You know, it looked like, oh, my God. You know they could they could be a, another yes they're going to the Super Bowl again then the wheels fell off and so the next year it wasn't like the offense was magically going to get better. No, Brady would not have been happy here. You know Brady would have been miserable. So so it worked out anyways.
1: Well, I think but- I think I but I think beyond that I think there was I, I'm guessing that there was that difference of opinion between him and Belichick right that wasn't going to be I mean that's not something that could be corrected because. Belichick was in charge. He had a vision. He had a plan. And, you know, it's, you know, it's not something that Brady could influence.
0: No, it it, it, look, it worked. And and so it worked out, but now the, now the fact that people had lost their shit. And then the next day, the next day, Bill Belichick puts out a post. And again, it's such a dickhead thing. It's like, you know, on one hand, on one hand, he recognizes that, that, Brady is not the greatest quarterback of all time. The greatest football player of all time. And Bill Belichick is a historian of historians. And he, but at the same time, he did say, ever since I drafted you, it was a great honor to coach you for 20 years. (laughs) You're the greatest. So after he, after he sprained his elbow, patting himself on the back and making sure that everybody knew I'm the guy who drafted you, I'm the guy who coached you up. Um, and then and then and then you know Brady responds like oh thank you coach you know t- that that means a lot coming from the greatest coach of all time it was like they wanted to see who was going to congratulate the other one first and then and then somebody asked Bill it's like hey how come you didn't send this. Yesterday, when he made the announcement, and Bill's like, oh, I was traveling. It's like, all oh, right, what, what corner of the world were you at where you had no internet access? <laughs> you know, where, you know where, where were you that you couldn't have? But it's, dude, and, and, and again, like Brady's last year here, or second to last year here, in the middle of the season and all through the playoffs, he self-funded a document series on him called tom first time at the same time you can't be too pissed at him because for a half hour before each patriot game on their home flagship station there was a half hour program going through the history of the new england patriots under robert Kraft's watch so right. it's like they knew the end was coming and there was this absolute public fight To get as so, Robert Kraft did not want the. Well, is it fifty one percent Brady, forty nine percent Belichick? Is it fifty one percent Belichick, forty nine percent Brady? And and Robert Kraft wanted to say nope. It was thirty three point three percent me, (laughs) thirty three. I mean, it was so ridiculous. And I'm just sitting here now. Getting back to the rundown. You ask, is he the greatest Buck of all time? <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. My question to you, do they retire his number? The Buccaneers? Hi. Do they retire number 12? I don't know. I mean, you know. And then they do it before the Patriots do. <laughs> that would be
1: funny. That would be awesome, right?
0: Now, 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 Brady already has some career career options laid out in front of him. What, what, what You know, I, I saw you sent a, a Twitter pic of one of his potential new avenues. Right, right,
1: right. Yeah, he's a hockey dad now. Thank you very much. How great was that? That just, is awesome.
0: Just a dad, Yeah. you know, his coffee in one hand, his yeah. son's bag, yeah. and stick in the other, yeah. walking into a rink. I, I, I thought that was yeah. great i thought that was great so so um sticking on football so brian flores have you followed that yeah, a little bit
1: yeah and so you know there's that whole allegation of uh it was it the dolphins wanted him to attack? throw games
0: and, and and look here's the air here's here's why there might be some real legitimacy to that look everybody takes yeah. like the suck for luck thing was a real thing suck for luck right, right, to right. get Andrew Luck a few years ago was a real thing. Yeah, absolutely. And and so what's really interesting is um is when you look Brian Flores took over a shitty team. Yep. had, had was like nine it was like 7 and 9 his first year. But had winning records this last two years. Yeah. This year they won 8 of their last 9 games. They just missed the playoffs by a whisker you know but they almost made the playoffs um they just missed the playoffs and they beat and and look this isn't the end-all be-all why you keep a coach but he beat the patriots four out of five games yeah you know four out of five games he beat the pay so the fact that you have you know that you have this coach who the Dolphins, by the way, haven't had winning back-to-back years in no, 20 years. No. And so this is your first coach who's had back-to-back <laughs> winning years in 20 years. He won eight of his, nine of his last games, and you're firing him? Yeah, and and, were, yeah. and that was very confusing. So Brian Flores comes out. And so the big thing is because of the Rooney rule, teams yeah. a- teams have to, you know, two minority coaches, not in the organization. And look, when, when, when the Raiders hired John Gruden, it was public knowledge a year before that happened that they were trying to hire John. Right, Jr. right, right. So any black coach who took an right. interview knew it was a shit. Yeah. Look, yeah. look, I'm getting on a plane and I'm gonna get a free meal out of Mark Davis right. and, and that's it. But the whole thing is like, anyways, it is bullshit, it is shammy. Yep. Um, but the but Bill Belichick is in the middle of this because yep. Yep. he had two assistants. <sighs> he had two assistants, both named Brian. Both
1: Brian's, yeah.
0: And he texts the wrong Brian congratulating him because he heard from a friend,
1: air quote, (laughs) texted the wrong Brian, air quote, texted the wrong Brian.
0: And the Brian that that got the job is a white guy who's never coached before. He's never coached before. He's been an assistant, but never been a head coach. Brian Flores was scheduled to have his interview two days later. He didn't even have his interview yet. And he heard that, the, you know, through Bill Belichick, who does, everybody knows Bill still has a hard on for the Giants, um, that, that he, that he, uh, he, you know, congratulations on getting the job. So that was a big yeah. thing. And that, and now Brian Flores is blowing it all up.
1: Yeah. Well, so it's it, good for him. Well, somebody pointed out, this is like the, like the genius move, right. By the, you know, uh, by Belichick of not only screwing the Giants but screen the NFL for all the, you know, the, you know, so the, and obviously he has, obviously he has no love loss for Roger Goodell after, especially after that, de, you know, deflaky, you know, debacle. Right. So, yeah. So I just thought that's hilarious. I mean, that, I totally believe, you know, Belichick did that, you know, intentionally.
0: And and back here, everybody's saying the same thing there. Yeah. It's like, if, if, if Bill can, you know, cause, anyway. So I've been worried about you the last couple of days, Biff, yeah. because um, the the NHL it's All Star Weekend, right? But there's been no games for 48 hours. How are you doing? Well,
1: there's well, I mean, so it's weird. I actually missed the beginning for some reason. You know, you know what's weird about the Olympics? It's like normally you have this thing called the opening ceremony, and that kicks off the Olympics, and then the games happen after that. But well, for some reason, the uh, the women's uh, hockey tournament started before the opening ceremony. It's like, what? <laughs> so,
0: so the- so it t- yeah. it times out nicely that All Star Weekend, yeah, pops up where the Olympics are starting. So, well,
1: that that's often the, that's often the, like they had this. So it's actually an extended break this year because they actually had planned to be at the Olympics, so they were going to miss those players. So they had a, like a three week break built in uh, into the season or two-week break or whatever it was built into the season now what they're going to do is they're going to come back on monday and start playing you know a small number of games because hey we have this weird shit going on where like games keep getting canceled and so they have to be made up so a lot of those are going to be made up uh during the upcoming weeks but you know it the women's tournament is going to be a great tournament even though um First game, Brianna Decker wiped out her ankle, and she's done for the tournament. So awful. Argu- arguably, the best player on that team. So
0: ankle's a long way from the heart, Biff. Yeah, whatever. Dude. <laughs> so, what are you watching on uh, the streaming services these days? We, I'm going to be uh,
1: uh, picking up on the Demon Slayer season two finally. So this is the Japanese uh, anime series that um, I think I mentioned before. They released, uh, they had the season one and it was massive. Well, the, you know, the comic was, was massive. Then they made, turned it into a, a series, which was massive. And then in the middle of the pandemic, they released a full length movie in the theaters. And it broke all of the Japanese, uh, uh, you know, gate records or ticket records. In the middle of the freaking pandemic, that's how huge it was in that and, country.
0: In a country that took COVID completely seriously, absolutely, too.
1: absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you know what? They take it so seriously that to, right every day, right now, the leading story is the COVID numbers. Still,
0: but I thought, I thought COVID was solved. I thought that was all done. Yeah, I thought right, we. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so that's so, all yeah, so I'll be watching that with James. So yeah,
0: so I, I binge watched the last you know couple of weeks as we talk. Um the show Pennyworth. Right, right. Which was kind of a spin-off from Gotham, but not really, because it's a okay. different, it's a different it's a different Alfred Pennyworth. It's right. Alfred 40 year uh 30 years earlier, right. You know, type thing. Um and and, and Thomas Wayne. Yeah. <clears throat> Thomas Wayne is a uh is a CIA operative. This is before he goes to medical school. Okay. And and, and, and Martha Kane, um named after Bob Kane, the guy who stole Batman. Um she is a freedom fighter as england is in the midst of a budding civil war with a fascist um a fascist uh, cult uh, reach reaching uh. military type status anyways uh. it's yeah but it was okay um also we are all caught up with book of boba fett yeah i have,
1: which, to, I have to
0: get on that too yeah i, I, I want to like it more than i do because yeah. you know it's boba yeah, fett sure. it's star wars it, yeah. it's dave filoni it's okay you know i i I don't get up after each it got better the last couple episodes got better and i won't talk about why it got better for like a month but yeah. um but there's one more episode left, but that's what I'm watching. Yeah. Uh, you, you got a parenting tip, Biff?
1: Not this week. It's been a pretty mellow week. How about you?
0: So, my parenting tip is even if you have the right to do it, even if you really, really want to do it, there's really no upside in saying, I told you so to a child. Um, example, uh, we have one child who has some medical conditions. And part of his therapy, aside from you, I mean, aside from me, right, right, right. Now that's more of an emotional thing, (laughs) Um, but, but, but said medical condition is, can be somewhat alleviated by swimming two or three times a week. And, and, and and that process happened and the medical issue kind of subsided a bit and to which the child may or may not have thought, oh, I don't have this pain anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't need to keep doing this. And the argument was, well, you don't have the pain because you are doing this. And so after several months of unrelenting, I'm like, fine, we don't have to do that as much. And now the pain has come back and the same medical experts, not one, but a series of medical experts have said, Oh, No, 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 this came back because you haven't been doing this. It's really important to start doing that again. So, my parenting tip is in those moments, (laughs) as much as you might have the right to do it, as much as you really might feel a need to do it, uh, there's no real upside to telling your child. It's like, I told you so. To be
1: honest, to be honest though, that's a better marriage tip. Yeah, yeah, marriage, yeah, and yeah, dating, yeah, yeah. marriage and dating tip That's a, it's a, even a better marriage and dating tip
0: here's a conversation I will never have with my wife then why do you keep fucking buying things that aren't dishwasher safe <laughs> that conversation will never happen although I've had it in my head a number of times when I've unloaded a dishwasher and and, and and a wife may or may not have chastised me for putting something in there without checking to find out if it's dishwasher safe so uh or, or microwave safe you know if, if the plates that you use the most that are right next to the microwave maybe not buy those plates and put them right next to the microwave if they're not microwave safe but you know what that's a conversation we will never have i look at her firm in the eye and i say okay i'm sorry <laughs> and, then, and then just move on
1: uh, i can't remember who it was but maybe it was michael collins or something like that a committee a comic would say you know so i told her you know. This is what you get for not listening to me the first time when I when I made that suggestion in my head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. Well, it, it, it's uh it, it, by the time uh, I talk to you next Valentine's Day will have passed. So uh happy Valentine to you sure. my friend Biff.
1: Yeah, whatever.
0: Uh, we're going to go out on one of my favorite uh beyond it. Uh, Dan Craig. Eh, this was a Beyond hit song. This is 100 percent a Beyond hit song. But uh, but lyrically, this song has a lot to offer for those around Valentine's Day. So uh, I bid you all a happy Valentine's Day, and uh, I turn it over to you, Biff.
1: Well, you know, I think uh, the last couple of years, pretty tough, eh? You know, we all want to kind of get have things going back to normal, and obviously. I know that it's tested a lot of uh, relationships. I mean, I know, you know, f- you know, firsthand of relationships that did not survive, you know, you know this two year, you know, lockdown. But so as, you know, Valentine's Day uh, uh, approaches, you know, if you do have a loved one, I want you to think, you know, really deeply about your relationship with your loved one. And as on that, on that magical Valentine's Day, Don't forget.